Today, we'll talk about a few twists for the new High Limit Sprint Car Series that were announced yesterday, and I dove into their uh, just-released rulebook so you don't have to. Let's go. It's Wednesday, February 22nd. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Just about 24 hours ago from when you're probably watching this video, the new High Limit Sprint Car Series from Kyle Larson, Brad Sweet, and Flow Racing announced a few interesting twists for their uh, races in this first year. They will institute the choose cone for double file restarts, meaning the drivers can pick the high lane or the low lane for restarts where they go double file. That could allow guys to move up rows if there's a big preference in lanes. Uh, it's something we've seen in various short track series before, and NASCAR actually instituted the same rule just a few years ago. Also, they will have what they are calling the Durst Dice Roll following the night's dash. It will be the first, uh, it will be first offered to the dash winner, and then if that person refuses, the second place dash finisher will also have this chance. Whoever decides to participate will roll a pair of dice, and the combined total of the dice will be where they start in the feature. So from as high as second, if you get, uh, you know, snake eyes, or as low as 12th uh, with two sixes. If they roll the dice and win, uh, they'll earn additional money on top of their winnings for moving back in the field. So winning from second will add an additional $2,000 with an additional uh, grand available for each spot they move back. So if a driver starts 12th, they'll bank an additional $12,000. Definitely some interesting additions to mix, th mix things up, and the uh, announcement seemed to get pretty positive feedback from the people that I saw across social media. And as a quick refresher on High Limit, 12 midweek sprint car shows from March 21st through October 11th. 11 races count towards the series championship. Nine of those will pay $23,000 to win. One of the 12 races will pay $32,000 win, and two of them will pay $50,000 to win. We'll see them at Tulare, Lakeside, 34, Kokomo, Wayne County, Tri-City, Eagle, Grandview, Hussets, Lernerville, Bridgeport, and Lincoln Park. All of them, except that first non-points race at Tulare, fit very nicely into the World of Outlaws schedule. So far, drivers committed to the new league include Corey Eliason, Danny Dietrich, Brett Marks, Justin Peck, Buddy Kofoid, Rico Abreu, and Kyle Larson. We also know that Alex Bowman plans to support as often as he can, kind of in between his NASCAR schedule. In the release from the series yesterday, though, the series also shared its 2023 rulebook. And there are a few things in it that I wanted to point out today. I read through most of it here, so you don't have to. First, and I had heard this elsewhere, but interest, uh, industry veteran Tommy Estes will serve as the series director. Tommy was most recently the general manager for I-70 Motorsports Park in Missouri. He also previously ran Dodge City Raceway Park and was the competition director for the ASCS for a number of years. We know that for uh, last season, that, uh, that high limit race that they ran at Lincoln Park uh, utilized a lot of the USAC infrastructure and people. And there was going to be a completely different group of people that were going to run the Wayne County show, but they obviously needed to have some sort of permanent solution going forward. So Tommy, I think, is a solid pickup for High Limit. We'll give the series some experienced leadership. Early on in the rulebook, uh, there is a mention of membership and drivers who are going to compete full-time must agree to a, quote, entrant agreement. It does provide them with three free pit passes, provisionals, and the ability to participate in that points fund. There's also something in here about a, quote, double-down agreement that it appears drivers must somehow qualify for at some point. I did some searching around, and I can't find anything about this that's been mentioned publicly, so there could potentially be more announcements coming from the series about other additions here. Uh, I don't know if this is another point fund, a way to earn more money. I'm not sure what this is, but something we'll have to keep an eye on going forward. 
Drivers who do not intend on running full-time are not required to fill out any of that membership paperwork. High Limit will have both an owner and a driver championship, just like we see with the World of Outlaws. Also, fire suppression systems have been a point of contention between sanctioning bodies and teams in recent months. And this rulebook just says they are, quote, highly recommended for 2023, so not required like a lot of the other series and tracks around the country. And for a series uh, that's owned by a couple of drivers, that would kind of seem to make sense. If the drivers are not super stoked about this, then it would make sense that these guys would not uh, institute that rule as a requirement. Looking through the format for race nights, nothing crazy there, pretty traditional. Uh, and basically what we saw at the first high limit show in 2022, two laps of qualifying heat races will be set straight up by those time trials, no inverts. They'll run a dash for programs with three heats and above. 49 cars or more will utilize non-qualifier races to add cars to the tail of heats, very similar to the outlaw setup. I mentioned the choose cone and double file restarts and two minutes allowed in the work area. The point structure is different than we see with the outlaws and all-stars. Instead of 150 points for a win, it's 100. Second gets 95 points, third 92, then two points less per position down to ninth. And then from there down through the field, it's a one point difference per finishing spot. Teams outside the feature will get 60 show-up points for being at the event. The difference in the points per spot, though, shouldn't really change things. Consistency running at front regularly will still be required, just like we see with a lot of the other dirt racing series. The rest of the tech stuff in the rules is the same standard stuff across sprint car racing as you'd expect. Even some of the same drawings got used. Uh, the rules being standardized is what allows guys to easily race with different series and different tracks all around the country without needing to change their cars. There was some question about the tire rules that are uh, in here, though, and I saw Eric Jeniton tweeted uh, at them asking about it. The initial posting of the rule book uh, and the link you can still find in the release does uh, not make mention of the new sprint car tires from Hoosier. There's actually a different link you can click. Uh, if you click the rulebook link in the top nav at highlimitracing.com, an updated version has been posted that does include the new tire rules, and they will be used as of April 1st. One other thing I wanted to point out from the rulebook is the operating company. The book itself is copyright K&B Promotions LLC, which can only mean Kyle and Brad. Makes sense. Uh, so there you go. The major bullet points from the high limit rulebook. Uh, you know, a lot of what you... Uh, you know, saw last year will be similar this season, uh, you know, a lot of the same formats and things like that. None of that stuff is changing up, but there's still a few question marks, uh, like I said here, that we can, uh, you know, maybe look forward to in the future for some different announcements. Uh, but a few interesting p tidbits in there, most of it pretty standard for sprint cars. Uh, you can check out the full rulebook for yourself over at highlimitracing.com. Around the other dirt racing podcast this week, uh, Winged Nation has Sam Haverteep and Brian Kemenaw. Open Red has Annika Kozer. Uh, I get asked all the time about the Sprint Car Sunset photo that you can see in my shot to my left, and Annika uh, is the artist. Uh, you can check out that Open Red episode for uh, more on what she's done. Uh, she sells these prints, and actually, because of uh, this, her being on this and, and my mention of this, it sounds like maybe she's put this print back on sale. Uh, so go check that out. All Gas No Breaks has recent episodes with Christian Hanger, Dylan Thornton, Caden Reynolds, Jensen Ford, and Mike Knuckles. Hoagie's Garage has Jack Dover and Sean Thomas. Dunwich on Dirt has John Ruggiero Jr. And there are new episodes of The Dirt Reporters, The Dirt Nerds, Dirt Tracks and Rib Racks, and Dirt Track Confessions. To see all of these shows, all of these episodes, uh, head over to dirttracker.com slash podcast. If there's something out there that you know that I don't have listed, feel free to reach out to me, either DM on social media, you know, leave a comment on this video, or uh, drop me an email. I like this list to always be uh, as up-to-date as possible. And there are three shows on today's streaming schedule. Speedsport TV has the only live racing action with the start of North Carolina Speed Week from Fayetteville Motor Speedway. 
That one features a few different classes, lay models, modifieds, legends. Uh, there's also Flow Racing 24-7 and Dirt Vision. Now, to see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Hope you guys have a good Wednesday out there. We'll be right back here tomorrow for more.